Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Plot Lines. I'm your host, Connor. And today, back with me for, I think it's the third time. Is it the third time, Robert? I think so. Yes. Uh, we. we um, I'm just trying to remember. I've been interviewed so many times. It's hard to keep track, but I, we, I have been following your 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 work and and your channel and the interviews. And uh, I just I just think it's great to give you the encouragement. So it is. I appreciate that. So, Robert Nugent, welcome back to the show. Uh, your channel is Decrevy, Determined to be Catholic. Uh, first of all, how is everything going with the channel? The channel is going fine. Uh, as I said in, in other podcasts, it is a past time. I spend <clears throat> maybe a half an hour a day or an hour a day, depending on uh on on it and i've done some in other interviews where i've spent a whole day filming but they're they're rare so it's um i, I you know it's just a um a diary really a video diary for my kids in the end of the day that look back on 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 these last number of years and i try to do something you know that that's happening in my day uh that's topical in the day so that that's really where where the channel is going at the moment and um uh, quite strange to 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 see where it's landed up when I made no effort. This is the what well, people fail to believe. I I don't do it full time. It's not my main preoccupation. People think that I that that, that I do that full time. Uh, no, I, I actually don't. Um, I actually don't have any ministry in the church at all. Um, I I work full time in supply chain. Um, spend most of my day crunching numbers and programming and dealing with clients and and scoping projects and stuff like this in a very different world and then dealing with wife and kids and then I do the blog but, you, have, um, you have like uh, the internet world and then you have real world you have the real world. yes I have the real world, the real world, the, the the world we live in, the the world of moving goods from A to B, of international trade. Um, <laughs> Are you yeah. an international man of mystery? No, I I have worked for twenty three years in in a, in a global well uh, in I've worked for twenty three years in in a, in a global company, uh, doing a lot of work with with customers, supply chain. Um, um and, and different projects and I, I i try to keep my my private work out of my my oh, yeah. my blogging you know because uh that <laughs> I, you they're know separate. I, they're separate you know and one yes. and you know i made a, I'm a but you know i i do enjoy my my work i i i enjoy my work because it's a, it exposes me to a very international group of people you know i work with hindus and muslims and jews and arabs and uh, christians orthodox and armenians and you know the whole everyone you know it's it's quite amazing and and you you build up a lot of friendships and relationships with people with these people from around the world that are dear friends you know and work for with them for many years so I suppose that exposure has 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 helped me, and um, it's amazing how many non-Catholics will ask you about your faith and uh, what does it mean and so forth. And so it's you know it's been a it's been a beautiful uh, a couple of decades working in that international scene, traveling in Africa and Asia, uh, America, South America, Europe, uh, basically all over the world. Is that uh, so how that, you uh, prepared for your? Uh, surprising calling um you know interacting with all these people and them asking you yeah. about your faith 
Yeah, it it actually did because um, you know in the business world you meet people with with faith. You know, if you go to uh, to Egypt or to the Middle East, you will f you will find your work colleagues. They will pray five times a day. That you you might go into their office and they have a mat out and they are praying. You know, so they're they're they 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 will pray five times a day. So. Uh, the, the, that experience of their faith will challenge you and you know how many of us catholics will say oh will stop and pray the angelus or how many will will stop and pray the rosary um you know a few years ago i got a tattoo of the jesus prayer in my arm and and so many times in conversations people were asked what does that what does it mean and i said well this prayer means an incredible amount to me and we strike up a conversation about about that prayer um and you know i think i think it's beautiful to 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 have that discussion that talk and to see people's lives their families their their um you know, their, their way of viewing um the world and their way of viewing religion and they're fascinated by my my views of uh, of my faith and i suppose it is it has been um it's you it's an exposure that not many people have mm -hmm. you know because i'm i'm exposed to all cultures to many religions to lots of languages i speak as i said i speak spanish italian polish i can read um pretty well fluently portuguese french um uh, I'd be okay, for example, with Russian and Greek, uh, e either modern Russian, uh, modern Russian and modern Greek, and also ancient Greek. And I also can read Latin. So I've like I have a wide preparation, a very strange wide preparation, both for my seminary days and then for my business days. So it's just that that vast network of of of, of interacting with different cultures is and religions is is a fascinating world so it is and uh um it makes you want to understand better your own uh, faith and your own religion and your own tradition uh catholic tradition are so that's kind of uh, really it's in a strange way where the business world has, has made me more catholic hmm. because you, know, you have to well, what do you believe in you know what what do we actually believe in because people will will ask will ask me what what is your faith if you if you meet meet a Sikh you know you need to understand well okay what's their faith what does the turban mean what does the sword mean what does the bangle mean uh you or, or if you meet a Hindu understand their religion their dietary requirements why how they eat or um a Muslim, why they wouldn't shake hands with a woman? You know, we we have all of this kind of training in the business world: how to greet a Japanese person, how to understand their culture, what to do, not because we get all of this cultural training as well. People don't for in the business world. You, you mm -hmm. when you're when you're going to a country, you will get kind of cultural training: the do's and not to do's. And so that's it's just a fascinating world to understand, you know, how to give a present in Japan and how to treat people, and uh, you know, uh, it just the the whole, the whole gambit of the world is it is a fascinating. Uh, it has been a fascinating life. I've had I really have had a fascinating life, um, uh, you know, going from from. Um, South Africa or Swaziland to uh, to America, and so you know uh, the the company has been incredibly. Um, I mean, they've they've formed me in many ways to 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 be able to to operate in that international environment. Um, and the world, um, uh, the world traveler. 
the world traveler yes i've the world traveler i've uh, uh, i've been i really have uh, been graced to 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 have been around the world with that so it's been a it's been an incredible pleasure and uh, for, for uh, fortune for me so it has well you recently were in magigory right i was i was there last week in uh, magigory in in um in herzegovina in bosnia herzegovina well it's in the it's Her bosnia herzegovina split in two so we're in the herzegovina side which is the croat side so yeah oh. i was there there last I, week i never actually knew why it's called both and i did not know that there was a specific sort of line drawn uh mm. between uh so herzegovina is the west Herzegovina is Northwest. the 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 west, and then Bosnia is kind of the other side of 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 it. So I mean, it's not that one, big, anyways. No, no, but it's um, it, I mean, uh, the whole Balkans and the whole the whole jigsaw of the Balkans is very, very, very complex. And uh, you know, my family, um, as I've blogged about before, we have a, a long connection to that region we've been going to the balkans for the last 400 years so um uh it's kind of strange the, the every you know history repeats itself uh time and again and uh, i mean the last nugent in our family that lived in that region in trasat castle was uh, countess anna nugent and she died just after world war ii so she ended the 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 nugent presence there and obviously with the advent of communism uh the the properties were were removed from the family but um mm. uh it's 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 interesting to go back there and uh to that same region that other people in our family have have, have lived and seen and experienced that culture i mean nugent's previous to myself would have spoke the language of that region fluently mm. uh um, we're part of the Illyrian movement, the independence movement in Croatia uh, uh, in the 1800s. Uh, so it's it's. Um, I just find the whole region fascinating. Actually, actually, uh, my cousin Prince Laval Nugent, he wanted to found a Franciscan town in in that region at the time, but it didn't come to fruition. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> there, something else uh, popped up because I don't know if people are aware. There's a house. There's there's this shrine called Loreto initially where the house of um that which which contains the house of of uh, of the virgin and and tradition has it that that house stopped in croatia so there's actually a shrine there mm. um did you say he uh, was a he's a prince he was a prince by he was croatian prince by uh, pope pius the uh, after he liberated um uh, after he liberated uh, rome from N napoleonic forces so which right. which the with the defeat of uh, Murat in um, in uh, in the Battle of uh, Magano in uh, in in eighteen seventeen something like this, are there any good books about him? Well, we have in our own family. Yes, we have it, but it's mostly in Italian. I have a I have a few books. I'd love to do a book in English. Uh, there's lots of because he was a um, an Austrian general. Um, and um, we had there's lots of there's lots of literature in German and in Italian, but there's uh, I suppose to, I suppose it has to come together to put together actually a, an an English book. So it might be a project I'll do later. Yeah, you uh, have something him. to do. Just another thing. To I add know. On to your... 
the thing is with with him he's he's specifically from my family the the the, the town where where my family grew up which is my father's family grew up in a place called Delvin in Mead and he's from one side of the town and my father's family is from the other side of the town like literally uh, 15 minutes apart from each other so we were the same family so that's why I, I was always interested in the, what the Nugents did from from that that part of Ireland um, but um yeah, no, it's 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 interesting to it's interesting the different history, you know, because uh, the same our family fought in Hastings, Battle of Hastings, our family fought in the Crusades, our family were in the you know defeated Napoleon's brother-in-law um, in, in, in just outside of Naples, and and uh, you know we were the governors of Prague and in, in Czech Republic. You're just so, everywhere, aren't you? We're just everywhere. It's just fascinating to see how you know history, history and stuff like that. And, and uh, isn't there something like isn't there a name for like that, uh, like Irish that have been all over the place, like um, something like geese? <laughs> we weren't wild geese, no, because we weren't an Irish family. We were Norman. Oh, family. right. But then, yeah. when did you become an Irish family? We became more Irish than the Irish themselves. So this was what happened with the Normans when they came to Ireland. Uh, they became a threat to, um, to um, they became a threat to the king because we became more Irish than the Irish themselves. So what our, our cousins used to do, um, our cousins used to do over in England, our relations, uh, to stop us rebelling, they used to take us over as wards to England. So the Nugents would be kept as wards until they were, what, in their early 20s uh, in England. So you have all this history of our family, sons, eldest sons of our family being taken to England as wards of the Tudors, who are who were our cousins. You know, Elizabeth I would have referred to us Nugents as her cousins, which we were. I mean, that's just... The, the, the fact you know we, so you're basically royalty is that what you're telling me well we we descend from the the the, the kings and the kings over a thousand years ago in france from that region from 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 normandy so we were all all of these families were related and all of these families uh we would have come from the house of belem which was the original name now when we came to ireland we we, we kept where we were from so we were de Nugent. So we were from Nugent, that area. Mm. But our house name was Belem, Belesme or Belem, um, uh, back in the day. So that that's that's the his, the history of the family. Now the, there's thousands of Nugents uh, today, um, but that's where you could trace your your your. We can trace our 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 lineage back there, and uh, we do keep that those stories alive because they are interesting. You know, it's fascinating just to 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 see where different Nugents have been um over the centuries you know um uh, there was even a, in Monte Cassino in that famous battle of Monte Cassino there was a Nugent there I, I looked it up and he's buried in Monte Cassino and a hundred years before that there was another Nugent fighting in that same place so it, <laughs> it's just just it's fascinating the, the gotta be a Nugent it. in every battle well, I think that I think we have to uh, have that pretty much for the last <laughs> centuries yeah, um, yeah there has to be a new gen in pretty much every battle make sure you know them make sure you spot yeah. them uh well it this works 
perfectly into the main topic. We haven't really gotten to the main topic of uh, today's yeah. episode, but I want to talk about sort of the state of Ireland as a whole, and does it does it still mean the same thing? Does Ireland still mean the same thing as it did when it was when it when it uh, gained independence from the British? Because yeah. what what I sort of understand from my understanding is of the uh, what the Irish wanted when uh, they gained independence. They wanted they wanted Ireland for the Irish. That's I mean, there's a famous uh, there's a famous Wings song I think about give Ireland back to the Irish. I know that's about Northern Ireland, but still. Yeah. Uh, and then Catholic, because that's what uh, Southern Ireland was. And Protestantism had always been associated with uh, the the British, right? So, okay, there was, um, I mean, there's a long story on Irish history, but there was a... Um, you know, there was a series of plantations into Ireland and these plantations happened, uh, you know, in various locations, mostly uh, uh, there was a there was a large plantation in Ulster, Ulster but there was also um, plantation of people in, in the east of Ireland, in um, in uh, the Pale area uh, or, or around Dublin, Meath and that area. So there's been, there was successive uh plantations of people that brought in i suppose the the big issue i mean and you could condense this down was with the um, reformation with henry the eighth what what he did was uh and and that legacy really did you know um mark ireland forever because not only before that we were all catholic we were we were all one religion as such but uh, with with him proclaiming himself as the head of the church and with the with the protestant reformation then you had a division of religion on the island so that be and that that division of religion also became a division in nationality really so on one side we had catholic nationalist and the other side british um Today, Uni British Unionist. Yeah, uni now, those identities have become more more um, marked in recent times. But in, in the early 1800s, everybody on the island of Ireland would have called themselves Irish, Protestant and Irish. We would have all. Uh, and and I suppose the hope was what, what Ireland was looking for was home rule. <laughs> this is what uh, Daniel O'Donnell uh, and others were, were looking for, home rule. And... Um, uh, the, the our original flag, well, our present day flag, the tricolor, is uh, a flag that was supposed to unite all of Ireland, the both planter and the gale. Uh, it was uh, orange, white, and green. Orange being uh, symbolizing the 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 Protestant tradition in Ireland, the green, the the Catholic tradition, and and peace between both of them. And this was the hope, you know, the the. What 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 ultimately happened to um, in in Ireland really was a failure. In my, I mean, uh, if you were to read back through history, it really was a failure. If uh, the nineteen sixteen rising, if if that had waited another ten years or or another fifteen years, Ireland would have ended up like uh, Canada or New Zealand or um, Australia, a an island that would have been would have slowly drifted away from the UK 
it, it really would have um but i suppose that uh that that rebellion in the 16 in the 19 in 1916 really did um force britain uh, and and created the division that we have in ireland you know with the with the protestant section in the north moving um moving uh staying close to 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 the united kingdom and the southern um becoming a, a free state and then a, a republic so i mean identity is a very fraught issue in ireland uh in in, in many ways because as i said um, you know protestants in the 1800s would have considered themselves irish uh you know along anybody on the island would have considered themselves irish that was their identity the same as anybody living in scotland considered themselves scottish uh, or you know people living in wales consider themselves welsh you know and or england english um and all of a sudden with you know in in, in I mean, really, since the the partition of Ireland, then identities became, um, you know, a lot more, uh, a lot more um, problematic. Now, I'm very, I'm, I am, I'm going to be very delicate about this topic because my family has both uh, Protestants and Catholics, so uh, you know, I, I, I come from both both sides of, of that spectrum in Ireland. So, have um, you heard the song "The Biggest Mix Up"? No. Oh, it's just a funny Irish song or well, I think it's an Irish song. I mean, it could be it's it's at least a folk song, whether or not it's actually from Ireland or not. It's just about um, a child being born from both uh, having a uh, having a Protestant father and a um, Catholic mother. And yeah. he's basically a torn, uh, you know, he's he's his father treats him like a protestant his mother treats him like a catholic and um basically he has to go to everything and yeah. um I, th I think they even call him different names too like uh i think to his dad it's will he's william and to his father he or or to mother his he's patrick okay <laughs> anyways the whole point is just how how messy it is yeah I mean, there are some mixed marriages like that, but, um, uh, you know, at the end of the day, there has to be a level of respect. We have to arrive to a to a to a level of respect. And and that's really what happened with the, the Good Friday Agreement. We had to sit down and actually talk to each other. Uh, that was just so. nor that was mainly Northern Ireland, right? No, the Good Friday Agreement had to be voted on by the whole island. Oh, okay. So we had a we had uh, clauses in our constitution which laid claim to the six counties of the north so oh. we had to <laughs> change our constitution so we had a referendum and they had a a a vote in the north so the good friday agreement was voted on overwhelmingly by the whole island and had to be so mm -hmm. that we could change we so we had to relinquish claim to the north in our constitution which we did and then the north had to uh, pass the agreement which if the majority in northern ireland wanted to unite with the south that could happen that there are there is a mechanism for that to happen so there is a mechanism for irish unity at some stage if if the, if there is a majority in the north that wants that so there's a um it was you know it, it was a long time to come to that but 
as I said, I think if we could, if if history, if, if we could go back in history and if we'd waited 15 years to 1930s, the whole island would have have become a um, maybe a, a a similar to New Zealand, Australia, and Canada. It would have become its own its own dominion, um, and later on, like other countries. We would have removed the crown as the head of state and replaced it with the president, like so many other, you know, former. Like already British. was well. I mean that. I mean even the free state was originally uh, had. I'm um, uh, correct. Had the crown the king. king. Correct. Yeah, and then yeah. when the abdication happened of uh, the abdication Ed, happened Edward, in 1930. Yeah, yeah. So something. that was. Yeah. Okay, that's so. when that happened. So anyways, it's interesting, but from what I understand, the Constitution of Ireland had a lot of Catholic elements in it. Well, it has the preamble. So if you read the preamble to the Irish Constitution, it's pretty much Catholic, you know. Okay. Um, but uh, it's, I mean, it's been, it's been uh, liberalized to such an extent that anybody can get married uh, and, and abortion and for it so you know um well yeah that, that's kind of what i want to talk about is the fact that like does uh, do, does ireland really know what ireland is anymore like what what is ireland is it just is it sort of a um low tax um yeah liberal um i don't know like uh basically like it is it new york <laughs> yeah it is or actually new york it is high tax that's not even what I don't even know what a low tax city uh, would be, but maybe Miami. Is it Miami? <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, we're not. We're not. Uh, I mean, it's 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 a, it's like a sandwich of the you know the 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 English American system, and that's simply the, the truth of it. It is, uh, in a, in a sense, an unofficial state of the United States in many ways, uh, as regards my, my condolences. Yeah, I mean, the amount of American companies invested in here is not small. It's it's highly significant, and you know the um, and everybody knows that it's because of their our, our low tax and our pro business. Um, culture so you know the irish government will bend over backwards to get anybody to employ in here um which they did very successfully over decades yeah and from what i understand is also immigration is uh ramping up is that yeah so with the with the with the eu um movement of free uh, the the free uh, the movement of uh the free movement of people there there has been a lot of immigration as has the as the eu has expanded and with the uh, with ukraine really we had the largest influx of immigrants ever in one year that we've ever seen in in the history of the country that's the truth of it not even the british during their plantation did us that that level of immigration in one so quickly and so fast uh so um uh, so that 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 happened over the past year and then we've had you know a lot of uh, you know uh, we've, we've just had a, lar a, a massive influx of, of of people into into to immigration centers from all around different different places around the world um and you know i'm not trying to to sound any note of xenophobia whatsoever here but even our 
prime minister said, you know, the uh, compassion has limits, uh, economical limits, uh, you know, paraphrasing what he said, but, you know, there's the realization, you know, you, we are a small country, we are a small country, 5 million people, uh, and, and the world is 7 billion people, we are not able to have unlimited immigration. So there has to, there has to be some way of, of controlling that. And also when you, when you, when you in flood a country with people with a completely different um, a culture, completely culture, and so forth. Religion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just beside us, beside us uh you know uh, uh I, I mean i'm just stating the, the 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 news the facts here i'm not making casting a judgment but beside us and literally 40 minutes from where i live a muslim man was was uh, going out finding gay men and, and, and killing them interesting know. yeah so uh, <laughs> in the one town you know he'd, he'd look them up on an app he he'd, they'd arrange to meet and he'd kill them I have a sneaky suspicion that the prime minister would not wouldn't be happy with that. Even, no, oh, especially well, with the current prime minister. Yeah, well, this is why when you have a clash of cultures, it's like it's like when when two weather systems meet, a, a cold and a hot one. You know, you're going to have storms. So when you when you when you when you bring in a massive influx of 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 people from it with a different culture, um, it can create problems. Now. There, there has been some lot of good healthy immigration, like we have a very large Sira Malabar, Sira Malakar, Indian um, Catholic, Catholic yeah. community. Uh, there's a there's a shrine near us, Nock, and uh, you always see them there. And they're, they've been a very enriching um, uh, community in Ireland. You know, they've been like they really have uh, in, in their in their reverence for their faith and the reverence for their for the mass They're, they have a beautiful ad orientum uh, ancient rite you know so it's uh, when i saw them in our basilica near here and were, it was just really incredible and you always see them dressed their their priests dressed as priests you know they've they really do reverence their liturgy so it's great to see that that um community in ireland and they have a great catechetical catechesis program um you know so the you know the it, it it's not all uh, you know it it has it has it does challenge people especially when you know ireland on mass has apostatized the catholic faith i mean mm -hmm. it is it is well that's 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 one element of not you know ireland built on mo mostly i would say mostly catholic irish and don't like uh don't like the british but you know now they've lost basically <coughs> the catholic element and by immigration they're kind of losing the irish part of it um, no Im immigration has nothing to do with the loss of the faith no 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 i'm no i'm saying i'm talking about the irish part yeah no i'm not i'm not talking about the catholic part i'm talking about i'm saying the catholic part went away for, because of apostatization yeah i'm saying if Ireland is overflowed with immigrants. Yeah. And the Irish part will go away because multiculturalism just kind of, I mean, from just when you put, uh, when you have this flux, then yeah. uh, people don't assimilate. And then you have this, uh, yeah. you basically have cultures that morph into one really banal culture that isn't yeah. worth much. Like, like, yeah. The I think one of the things we need to uh, sort of, uh, um, I guess, put separately. So there's enriching cultural 
uh, engagement where, yep. you know, you, you have, as you said, the Ciro Malabar, you have, I imagine it's not that big of a uh, community, but it's a, a several thousand. Okay. Yeah. But it's, yeah. it's sort of, it, it's, it brings something interesting uh, yeah. to Ireland. And then there's just massive flux, which basically yeah. would take over Ireland. And yeah. you, you want to have, you want to have the first thing, but you don't want to have the second thing. And yeah, and there, you know, there was you mentioned the uh, the Muslim man, and then the Algerian uh, migrant who uh, stabbed uh, uh, a woman and children at uh, a uh, primary school. Yeah. So, like, you know, there are these ne these uh, negatives to immigration that if basically the reaction to somebody having these concerns are you know accusing someone of being xenophobic you know you lose the ability to critique the negative yeah yeah i mean uh, i'm just saying uh, government policy should be very cautious in this area because especially when you have a lot of pressures on your local country and other areas like housing affordable housing um employment sometimes and so forth you know the people are going to feel aggrieved and this mightn't rightly be so but they will feel aggrieved oh i can't get a house and these people walk in and they're given uh you know they were given they're given everything i'm just this is this is the rhetoric that you hear in ireland and i mean for the protection of of, of people coming into ireland as well as not just for 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 everyone because you know there are some elements in society that just doesn't think and you know you get whipped up into a frenzy and uh and and that that doesn't help anybody in in um in the in the long run do you know what i mean uh so that's why it's uh we, we, we have to be very careful with this whole area and and really the government is is failing in that in that in that aspect in ireland because they don't see anything wrong here they just think oh it's got it's all going to be fine but when you when you create pockets of people that don't speak english that don't uh, that have their own code they've they've they, they, they live in ireland but they don't they're not they, they have no they're not uh, really irish uh, irish no so like for example we had a large uh influx of of eastern europeans in Ireland, romanians polish lithuanians um basically you know the whole of the whole of the eastern even 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 ukrainians but um you know after 20 years you know all of the, you have the second generation of eastern europeans in ireland and the second generation are, are speaking english or duolingual they are um do they have know, the accent they are exactly like any other irish person the accent the 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 the, the sports you know the i mean because they're going to the, they're going to secondary schools they are um uh they're they're they're, they're just inter they they learn the language the integration so forth so that's um uh, I mean, my my wife is Polish here, so I have to be, I, I uh, uh, and, and and so I know this community very extremely well in Ireland. Uh, and well, married, if 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 every immigrant were to marry a Irish person, in you yeah, know, that would be a completely different 
you know, sort of. Yeah, but you see, European European culture, if you think about it, European culture isn't that massive divide as some people think, you know, our continent. I mean, uh, we've been intermarrying for 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 um, for centuries in in in, in a way. So Wasn't that mostly like... the royalty, though? Not really. The... No, 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 no. It's not... As... I mean, it's not as much, but I mean, there there was, it, the, uh, you know, the, 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 it, the there there's it wasn't that much, but it was a. Um, you know, the 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 culture in Europe. It, you know, how would I say it? Uh, religion has a big part to play in, it, especially when it comes to, to from a Christian a Christian side. So the the religion would have really separated people from get married, get married. Like Muslims generally wouldn't have married outside their religion. The same with Jews. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas you know, uh, Catholics uh, generally, depending like if you were a, if you were an English Catholic or an Irish Catholic, or uh, would have, would. Have, you would have married probably would have married together um and you know that the largest um the largest ethnic group as such in 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 britain is is irish was irish um uh, at a certain period so um you know it's it's very very interesting the the you know the whole um the, the this whole um phenomenon as such yeah, at the end of the day um, because you know there has been successive waves of immigration across Europe, um, and people, uh, uh, you know, this, this, the Celts came from from what would be modern modern day Gal- um, uh, Gal- uh, the right. Galicia area. No, no, uh, Wait, uh, Turkey, Turkey, Wait. Turkey, Middle East. Oh yeah, yeah, I know, I know, Asia Minor. Yeah, so yeah, so when Saint Paul is writing to That's the Galicians, true. he's writing to the Celts. Yes, and so, then they made it all the way to to Ireland. Well, yeah, you have you have Celtic settlements all across Europe. So as they as they moved uh, as they moved uh, across to, across to you know the last two thousand five hundred years, you have those settlements. I was uh, just thinking they, about when they had stopped because wasn't there wasn't Gaul Celtic? Yes, and so that's, that's northern Spain. Thinking. Yeah, so all uh, the Western Europe would have been, would have been uh, like uh, Galicia uh, and Brit and Brittany, Breton. I, I'm nearly sure. Yeah, Brittany um, is Celtic. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's Scotland. Was. Yeah, and a lot of the British Isles. But then you would have had successive waves of immigration from Denmark and the Vikings, mm-hmm. Anglo-Saxons. Uh, Anglo-Saxons, the Normans, and so <laughs> yeah. forth. So <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, there's definitely that, but like it, even like with the Normans, that that was mostly the aristocracy, right? That uh, transferred. Uh, uh, well, you, you, yes, there was the aristocracy, but there was also Norman families that came over and religious. So, uh, and you can see this how the in the in the right of the the. The right of the liturgy, you know, in the early Celtic church, that if you ever see these chalices, you know, there were, there were large bowls like this, you know, a large, large chalice like this, because they would have used them with the body and the blood to give out communion, 
Mm-hmm. That would, uh, which would be similar to the Orthodox, and then you know, with the advent of of the 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 the, the French Norman side and and, and serious, uh, you know, the influence from 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 France, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we saw the liturgy becoming more uh, Roman, more Western, yeah, yeah, Rome. more more Western, more Western European. Um, so uh, it's just it just it's just fascinating when you look at the different eras how the how the liturgy uh, changed so there was a lot of influence from french monks and i know this because uh, in my family there happened to be abbots in, in some of the monasteries around the er- around our area and uh, uh, four abbey a benedictine abbey the last the last abbot was William Nugent, and uh, we actually still have his crozier, his his yeah. his Benedictine croziers in the National Museum in Ireland. And uh, and if we look at the at the history there, there was a lot of um, mixing between France and, and and Ireland. Even during the penal times, a lot of priests would have went abroad to get formed in in in, in, the, in these locations. So, um, you know, there was there was a lot of back and forth of of. of of, of peoples between countries it's just the way it, 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 it it's just oh, the, the yeah fact well in, in that's what i mean i guess that's uh i mean to some degree that wouldn't have been a very enjoyable experience for some groups uh, yeah no when that happened then that i no. mean i don't think it's preferable to have like if you're an anglo-saxon i don't think it's preferable for you to have a, a giant influx of normans taking yeah. over your country like and, and that was literally them taking over the country. It was it wasn't even like um, you know, just oh we're just moving here. No, it was yeah. they literally became, you know, king of England. Yeah. And yeah. a lot of the lords were, you know, now had lots of land in England. So Yeah. I it's yes, it's an example of like all those things have happened. Yeah. But it's not preferable to have the it actually shows that it's not entirely preferable to have mass influx yeah. at yeah. one time especially if you want to preserve cultures like if you want yeah. act an actual diversity of cultures you actually want to keep cultures separate to some degree because yeah. otherwise yeah. they'll just become one monoculture this is why globalization is quite dangerous because if you want everybody to become american which i certainly don't want everyone to become american uh and even in america i don't want to become like california i don't want to become like new york i i want to stay sort of i would prefer things to stay as you know you know californians can stay californians you know like florida is crazy like you know all these different states have their own sort of culture even as an iteration of American culture, yeah, you know, and Ireland's so small, you don't want to just, you don't want to lose that. It's, uh, I was talking to Gavin, uh, Ashenden and, you know, he, he's basically saying that like, you just need to buy English books because English culture is basically, uh, going to be dead in the next, uh, you know, 50 years. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean this this is happening all over the world. You know, we we see we see uh, um, you know this massive change in culture. I mean, as people are exposed to ideas and languages, and you know, a video can reach the whole world in a few seconds today. I mean that 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 changes the way people think, the way people see the world. Um, 
and uh, you know how do you how do you stop that it's it's going to be a, a it's going to be a, a, a very interesting uh, a very interesting point but i suppose from a, from the catholic christian point of view you know um christ came and he said and he gave us a, a message to give to all nations you know if we couldn't travel <laughs> you wouldn't have a Christian, you wouldn't be able to evangelize, you know? Yeah, well, that's and, the thing. So, like, in my opinion, the message you should get from, the, like, these types of videos should be, you know, baptize your culture. Yeah. But that doesn't mean, like, you need to lose all of your culture. It just means, obviously, there are certain things that, you know, had to go away yeah. with paganism and stuff like that when paganism, uh, pagans converted to Catholicism. But and there are, there's a lot that was retained and just baptized yeah but uh, the way to baptize uh, the way to baptize your culture the way to the way to to bring that faith into your culture is um is love it's been that's that radicality of of the gospel if you think about mother teresa of calcutta uh she was able to she was able to really baptize a culture. She had so many Hindu converts, uh, you know, people that became Christian by her ability to actually baptize that culture. Uh, and she took on the sari, you know, the the the, the symbol, uh, you know, uh, this, this this lady that was veiled, you know, with a, with a typical Hindu garment. And yes, she was able, to, she, she, she died with state honors. She got a state, an Indian state funeral. Um, I mean, I did not know just, that last part. Yeah, she had a state funeral. That's she had a state. She is one of the most beloved figures in India. I mean, that's the truth of it. There is no. I wouldn't say there is anybody that doesn't know who she is in India, because she that's was a lot able of to. That's a lot of people. That's a billion people. If yeah. you think <laughs> about, if you think about what was her core message was, uh, well, I mean, the, 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 this frail old woman. What was her core message was the poorest of the poor, you know, the, the, to, to attend to the poorest of the poor. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, and these were people that, that Hindus would have ignored, you know, the dying person in the street because they their culture believed in karma. Oh, you're on the street and you're poor. Well, you must have done something in the past life. So you and they believe in suffer. reincarnation. So, you know, the yeah. person's just going to come back as, you know, a donkey or something. Exactly, exactly, and and yes, and yes, we 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 don't believe in that. We don't believe mm -hmm. uh, we, we believe in uh, that Christ is the way, the truth, and the life in our life today. So she was able to, she was able as an immigrant. Now, if we if you think about it, Mother Teresa, an Albanian, were born in Macedonia, but uh, uh, an immigrant, uh, you know, an immigrant to Ireland, she got a formation here, an immigrant to India. And she was literally able to, as that one woman to to baptize a cult, to actually literally baptize that culture, in her own way, in her you know just dealing with the people she she did, and and the people people became Christian by her following her her way of love, and that is the only way we're ever going to preach the gospel in this world is yeah. is with that was is if we're not if we're not radically transformed in love we will never we will never be able to open people's hearts to to the to the to the beauty of the gospel so with the the globalization and the immigration and all this we can't look backwards to the way things were in years to come because we're never going to go back 
you know, uh, we do live in a globalized culture, whether we like it or not. Um, and, you know, the, um, you know, building a wall and blocking the culture, it's it just not going to happen again. You know, I know, I know there's, a, there is this, in America, there was that, uh, that, that thing, but, you know, no, you're, you're still building the wall. Yeah, Actually, Biden, uh, Biden participated in that. I'm pretty sure. Uh, no. But so, at the end of the day, your 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 largest culture in in, in your largest uh, culture in, in in America is 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 la, the the Latino culture. Uh, I don't think it's the largest culture. I think it 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 has the potential to be, but it's not currently. Oh, it is after 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 the say the English speak. It's the second largest speak, spoken language is Spanish in America. No, yeah, and I, I know that. I yeah. just mean like the, there's you know because. I, I'm I'm saying the second largest. They're not the largest. Yeah. That's well, if you were if you were to ask what's the largest spoken language after English in America? Oh, well, yes. But I mean, yeah. like, I'm saying, yeah. Well, a lot of also Latinos, a lot of them have lost their Spanish. Yeah. Like yeah. I know some that don't speak it. Don't speak it. Um, yeah. And but also, I would say, like, when you you mentioned Mother Teresa, and there's a lot of saints that have gone to a lot of different countries. I don't yeah. I don't think they should they count as the same way as like standard immigrants like if a priest and a nun come over like to a country yes they're going to have an impact but they also basically living the life of poverty they're not um or at least close to it a priest yeah. probably would live less or, or not as not as impoverished as maybe a nun or a monk yeah but you know they're they're literally giving them of themselves instead of yeah. like you know because if you think of like what happens with social services these days, you know, cause actually if anything, the nuns and the priests are actually almost acting as social services when they, yeah. when they come over while like everybody else would be, you know, maybe some of them would be in need of social services. So it, it's qu quite interesting, but are, are you familiar with Connor McGregor? Yes. Have you seen, uh, he, uh, the possibility of him running for president of Ireland. He would be the absolute worst president ever for Ireland. Really? Okay. Yeah, why? because because why? Because the that the problem is this boomerang or slingshot or reactionary votes do nothing for countries. If, what do you mean? Because he's got no he's got no political um, preparation. So he's got he and a president for Ireland he would be just a puppet. He would be. He would have zero ability to actually influence Irish politics. So I know a pre president. You know the the president in the states has a lot of power. What does the president of Ireland do? Actually, that's a great nothing. Oh, okay. Nothing. He's, <laughs> he's just a figurehead. So the government decides he cannot. Uh, he can send legislation to be scrutinized. He signs off in legislation and so forth. But he can do absolutely nothing. Can he so veto? He can't veto. He can veto, but it, uh, but it, it can't stop legislation. He can just. Uh, he, I mean. Uh, he, he, yeah, but it, he can veto it, but he has to. It has to go to the just be legal challenged and stuff like that. So there's very little that 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 uh, that that, uh, that the president you know, can do. I mean, if 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 Conor McGregor was to run for Taoiseach or for for a member of Parliament, uh, that that might be that might be uh, something interesting. Um, would he but, be good at that, or 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 would you would you? 
Would no, you I wouldn't vote for him. I okay. wouldn't vote for him at all because okay. he, he, his his career is uh, his career is um, fighting. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't have any uh, academia. He doesn't have any political preparation. Um, you know, uh, you know that, that 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 that's simply my personal view on him. Not that I follow him that much. In but the isn't sense, democracy that, basically a popularity contest. It is. It is a popularity contest, but uh, but at the end of the day, you have to vote for. You have to weigh up the people that you're putting in office. Are they actually capable of 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 governing our country? Are there um, any good parties in Ireland? No. Okay, no. then. But like, wait. But if you if there aren't any good parties in Ireland to vote for, I mean. I almost. I'd rather throw my if and if I was in your situation, I'd rather throw my a vote towards this to just a, a random guy who doesn't uh who maybe isn't as yeah. ideologically aligned i mean if you look at uh, president um, donald trump when he ran for president you know and you take out the ideological side and you just look at the business side and his um his uh, manifesto so he said i'm not going to go to war and I'm going to be pro-business and I'm going to try and work with, with regulations. Like he had a lot of, I'm leaving out the Republican, the Democrat labels here, but he had a lot of sensible policies. Okay. So he wasn't going to massively rock the boat in, in, in America. He was, he was calling out NATO. Why is America spending so much on NATO and the others aren't stepping up? It was like common sense, practical business. A politician you know and you know at the end of the four years he did deliver what he didn't he didn't cause utter chaos in america i'm well, sorry i mean social I mean, chaos i mean the the the, the, the left hated him absolutely oh, yeah hated exactly but but uh on paper uh, he had he had he had the ability to lead now whether you think he was a good or a bad leader he had he had some he, he had some good policies. Mm-hmm. So when you're voting for somebody to come in, like the likes of Conor McGregor, who has no history of all of, of, of leadership at all, zero. He has never had a leadership position. He's just won fights, but he's ne- never actually had a leader. He hasn't governed a company or managed a company or managed people. No, this guy would be mm-hmm worst pop politician he might get in but then you just mess you mess up the 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 role that you're in because you you, you find the politics you have to work with other people you have to get a consensus um and you have to manage the stability of of a country um in the sense you um, because if you if you make such drastic changes and it'll be interesting to see what Millet does in Argentina because he's going to face an incredibly difficult task in trying to reform that country and you know it, you could have a lot a lot of, of of social unrest so yeah it's great that we have these things like let's vote vote this person in but what would be the consequences for our country okay well i think i have a great question uh, as a follow-up if it does seem like conor mcgregor would like to help ireland you know he uh, yeah what would you suggest if you could tell if you could make a suggestion to him um what what suggestion would you make because he is very popular he's a very popular uh yeah figure 
would it be something like a supporting a actual person that could do the job or you know like what kind of suggestion would you make i i mean he's popular so yeah he's popular he's popular because he was a a sports figure i mean uh, i to be honest i i i i i i would think it would be just a sad day for ireland if the guy was elected i'm just saying that what if, because he had, what were kings if uh, some of them if not war, like you know warlords you know uh they were prepared okay kings were prepared not, so if you were well, brought, I'm talking about early kings i'm not talking about like 12th century i'm talking like uh 600s 700s like how one's yeah well if you if you look at my cousin you know that that went on to defeat uh the king of naples uh joaquin murash uh, he he was formed by his uncle since he was a child. In a, he was he went to the Teresium in in Austria in Vienna. Yeah, but wasn't that um, the seventeen the eighteen hundreds? Yeah, but this was, this is how. Like... But this is how leaders were formed. This is how how you win a battle is from that preparation across your life on the different skills, the diplomas. Like he would have met with Wellington in Spain. Mm-hmm. He would have met with all of these different players around your, Europe of his time. In order to strategically uh, do what he needed to do, to um, you know, with the support of of the the, uh, the the Habsburgs, with the support of the 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 Bourbons, with the support of the the the, the British fa- the royal family, the, the 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 British Parliament, you know, and you know, so he had this wide network of diplomacy across Europe, um, mm. and he had and 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 from a child he was formed to to in into that position when you have somebody that just has just it's just just throwing punches mm-hmm. you know i'm just saying and I, I i don't know too much about this man's life but you're just throwing punches but you haven't had that preparation you know it's very you know you can my cousin could wield a sword he grew up wielding a sword he knew how to fight physically fight which you know but he also knew how to how to be diplomatic he knew how to speak several languages and he knew how how the world works and how people worked he was that's the type of preparation you need and if you're going to step into a leadership role you need you, you just can't be one dimensional as 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 a politician but donald trump whether people liked him or not he wasn't this one dimensional man they you tried know, to paint uh, him as that though oh boy he wasn't yeah no he no wasn't. you're you're right you're right. He 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 was he was a um you know he'd speak about alcoholism and he and he and he you know he don't drink don't take drunks this you know of, of all the politicians he'd be the first <laughs> now he had a problem with women and sex you know the, every this was his downfall and you know but he wasn't a one dimensional person you know and he was calling out the common sense leadership things you know and he was able to network. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, that's yeah. He didn't have, though he didn't have a lot of political experience. That might have been one of his biggest downfalls, of course, not knowing who his enemies yeah. were. Yeah. Um, and you're 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 totally spot on on the ideal, right? Yes. Like I, I'm a hundred. I I it's not. I'm not disagreeing with you on the ideal. I just think the world has gone to crap, and I think I'm yeah. I'm saying like what like what do we what do you guys do now i don't want ireland to go to to die 
you know, like, and I'm just saying he doesn't want Ireland to die either. And maybe, yeah, you know, maybe there's I know to that. But what? But okay, but dig under the skin and see what he stands for. Well, that will know, be interesting. Well. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, it, it will be yeah, at no. least interesting. I just appreciate that somebody's trying to sort of some like because he's as I said, he's very popular. He's at least saying like you guys aren't doing a very good job. I doubt. I really do. You're probably right. He probably can't do a a, um, a much yeah. better job. At least maybe he won't do as terrible job though in, in some yeah. malice sense. Because I just it seems like the Irish politicians have malice to their own people. I, do you know what? I just think they're they're the typical Europe. Okay, you have to remember Ireland is part of the EU, so most of our law laws and most of our policies are not passed by Irish politicians anymore. Yeah, they're think, passed they're, in Brussels. They're basically yeah. a, you're basically a subjugated nation. Exactly. You know the 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 BS that we get landed with is <laughs> oh no, we have international obligations, and you know we're just going to wipe our backside off here and and pass it up the chain. You know, it's like. The, the sooner the Ireland leaves the EU, the better, in my my opinion, because, you know, at least we'll pay, we'll take back some some local responsibility for our own for our own governance. And then what, we I mean, but what if he does that? He won't do that. Okay. He won't do that. I just you know, he, he doesn't like Con, he doesn't have political. He doesn't have. I'm just saying what stamina. is. No, he, he, I mean, at least if he'd run a business or he knew how to, um, you know. Is it possible he any... he's at least run a business regarding his own no, fights? Because, no, like, no, 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 no I'm, I'm just wondering. Because, like, at this point, like, there's a lot of uh, people, a lot of people in these sort of, you know, like Taylor Swift's kind of a good example of that. Like, I mean, not that I would want Taylor Swift running a country anyways, <laughs> but like, uh, you know, she's actually quite savvy in her industry. So yeah. I I wonder if there's there might be something to that. I don't know how um you know cuz like it, it you know as things have become more sort of uh yeah. technologically helpful people tend to run their uh stuff more locally instead of getting wrapped up with like, agents and stuff like that and you know getting yeah you know, that type of thing so I don't know. But either the, way the, is yeah. there is there somebody that you Michael that, O'Leary uh, Michael O'Leary if who's Michael, Michael O'Leary. O'Leary who is that oh you don't know who Michael O'Leary is I, I do not who is that oh my gosh I'm going to inform you well uh, anybody that's 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 Irish will know he is he's a he's a billionaire he runs the largest airline in Europe Ryanair and um if he was to run as a politician you look him up later he is one of the most savvy business leaders leaders you know, uh, I mean, this guy knows like I, the thing is, he's so wealthy. Would he ever even enter into politics? That's the sad thing. You know, well, but that's what, he, you know Trump is uh, Trump. I bet a lot of people were wondering the same thing about Trump. Yeah. Well, Trump isn't really wealthy. He's just he's, he's just hey, uh, he dig under it. Like he is. Okay. He's uh, like he's got the thing is he's got brains. He, <laughs> he's got brains and he's able to. um uh, he's able to manage his business as well. You know, he hasn't gone, he hasn't, but he's, he's leveraged. If you look at his, his lever, his businesses are leveraged a lot on, 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 um, debt, debt. Yeah. So he's very good at managing his, his, 
his businesses. I mean, he hasn't gone into, he hasn't gone bust just yet. Um, but uh, what if like what is his actual actual net wealth would be would be an interesting thing. That would um, be interesting. It's like Tim 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 um, what's it, Tim Cook. He probably has he's probably wealthier in real sense than than Donald Trump. Oh, know, when, definitely. Do you is know is Michael like? O'Leary Catholic? Yes, his son, and my son, were confirmed together in the same church on oh. the same day. Well, okay, are you going to then tell him to run? Oh, I mean, would love to. He's just, yeah, he's just. He could be he, like, uh, son, here's. I, here, here's I, 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 and now I'm going to run. I, I could easily get elected. I, like, I'd love to see him to run. He's highly, he's what, highly capable. But what if um, Conor McGregor endorsed him? I don't know. I don't know if. Uh, well, I'm just yeah, saying, like know. that. That would be, you know. See, this yeah. is this is what I'm saying about like yeah. this is kind of how we could how thinking, yeah. you know, could yeah. go. You know, I I don't like Conor McGregor at all. I don't hold him up okay. as a role model, you know, because there's this this uh, this this fake uh, machismo thing, you know. I have to look buff and act tough, you know. What's a real man at the uh, and this this whole debate, you know, the womanizer or the? Do you know what I mean? This is this is. The, but if you want to get elected, this is what I'm talking. Yeah, I know. I, this, is, this, get, this is real politics, Robert. We, yeah. we if you want to change Ireland, if you want Ireland to, to not die, you know, you got to, well, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe I mean, this is I, the path. I don't know what pe what some people's impressions of, of Ireland are abroad, but the impressions of Ireland that we're living here, it is a very, very, very stable economy, stable country. I mean, you you do see some of these headlines popping up, but on the ground, you know, I I where I live, I live twenty years. We don't lock our door. Well, you that's know, uh, I'm I'm glad that that uh, that it it feels that way. I just think that from what I understand is that you guys are moving towards where Britain is right now. Yes, faster yeah, than they did, yeah. and yeah. you know, if you want to stop that, you got to think proactively instead of. Yeah. Uh, Instead of, the, instead of the let only, it happen, and then you're like, oh, but things all went to crap. What am I going to do yeah. now? Well, now yeah. you, you you missed out. You got to you got to step up and be like, no, we don't want to do this. So yeah, you know, yeah. Know. Oh, but look, it's 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 going to be like immigration. It has to be tackled responsibly. Every and every country is realizing this. Otherwise, you end up with with um, you you're going to end up with 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 ghettos. I mean, people that that don't integrate, don't and don't, and don't want to integrate, and then there's misunderstandings where people don't, you know, the, there's them and us. So you know that that's what uh, my my fear is. There's whole streets in Dublin, and I and I say this, people will know this. There's whole streets in Dublin where you know there's one ethnicity there. You know, it's com completely as if you walked into a different country. Yeah. People will know what I'm talking about. And for their good, for their good, not just for for their good, it, is this going to help them? And is this going to help us? You know, there could be enrich enriching immigration and then there can be problematic immigration. And, you know, I think there should be some level-headed um, uh, thought on this uh, without... without uh, uh, 
without without saying you're xenophobic or you're anti this or anti that. No, there's some leg legitimate concerns. I don't think, uh, and they have to be addressed carefully. Uh, well, it's, kind I've, I've, like, it's kind of like in Chicago. It's like in Chicago, they're now going to build basically a tent city for 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 migrants. And I'm like, you know that like migrants probably actually had it. Like they could have had houses like yeah. in wherever they were from like it's not like everybody who comes is just homeless so basically yeah. you're actually setting them up for a worse life yeah it, it, to be the to be the homeless or the the you know the worst yeah. off in America versus what they could be you know they may not be the worst off in whatever country they originally came from i mean this is kind of like this is the problem with the american dream is like telling people that if you come here everything's going to work out well that's just false yeah yeah no so it's it's true yeah if you I mean, tell that to people about every other country the same thing will happen is it's yeah. not and then they'll be resentful and then you 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 basically screwed over everybody not just yeah. not just the people that are already there who their neighborhoods are going to be worse off but also the people that you bring yeah yeah, well, I, I I suppose I'm going to dial it back to my to to a Catholic point of view here in this discussion because you know you can look at it on the political side, but you also have to look at it on the Catholic side. You know that 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 every every person is created in the likeness and image of God, and you know is an opportunity when I encounter them. There's an opportunity for me to give them the gospel, and you know we we, we you know. We have to look for their good as well as our good, and sometimes uh, encouraging them to move is it is it always going to be for their for their for for the for for their good? Because what has happened, Connor, is with 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 a lot of immigration, you see a lot of, you know, especially a lot of the best talented people moving, legally moving, but you also see this drain of talent from other countries. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, especially in Africa, you see a lot of excellent, excellently educated uh, doctors, you know, that have the, the, the creme de la creme of African doctors. And they end up in America and they end up in Europe and they end up and, and you and, and God, God love them. You have to admire their, their tenacity and their their ability and their 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 work to, to because they, they, they legally move to these other countries. But we're also draining all of these other countries of the people that they need to grow. And so this is what we have to be asking. It, it, you know, on, on a common sense level, are we helping the third world or, or uh, Latin America or Asia or America by, by, by soaking up from both ends mm -hmm. all of this? I, and I actually don't think that that we're actually doing that. You you know the America Africa is getting more and more and more impoverished um, intellectually because the, the anybody that can will leave. Uh, if especially when you've when, if 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 you've if you're at, at one end one end of education, so uh, America's uh, America America lives on the the talent of other nations, and so does Europe in many ways. Um, and I, you know, I would just throw this back and say, look, uh, are, are, are we helping these countries by actually taking their most valuable resources, which are their people? I mean, um, yeah, and and also not to mention, everybody has an obligation to the country that they're born in. 
Yeah. Like it, it might be actually a problem, not just for not just for those countries, but for the people that are leaving because they have a responsibility to if they can make their country better. Yeah, but we also have to we also have to as Catholics remember that uh people have a responsibility to ensure that their family are maintained and that may require them uh, moving, you know. Yeah, uh, you know, there's a moral than... obligation. There's there are moral two sides of that. Yeah. There's Yeah, if there's there, there's nothing morally wrong with ever leaving your country looking for a better life somewhere else. Well, not... uh, that's Catholic teaching. Not always, but there is some devotion, some responsibility to where God placed you. There is some responsibility, but that, but that's, but that, you know, sometimes uh, you are morally obliged to provide for your family. That that is the obligation of, especially of a man. You're morally obliged to provide for your wife and children, whatever means, whatever way you can. And sometimes that will that morally requires you to leave your country. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I'm just stating the obvious. Like, we, we, if if a million people hadn't left Ireland during the famine, they would have died. Yeah. Well. You know, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. But so also, you have. The, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And no, there is. True. There, and, I, and, 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 and and as somebody that has worked around the world, and I've worked and I've driven in Africa and I've worked in Africa, I mean, there is real, real, real poverty. There, well, yeah, and also, yeah. you know, I don't know if the, I, I've heard people say this. I don't know if it's true. Maybe you might be you might have a better knowledge of it than I do is that um, we need to ha get uh, we need to help the uh, yeah. third world provide for itself instead of yeah. just providing for it ensuring that it remains impoverished and the best way to help the third world provide for ourselves is to offer ourselves to live in those countries interesting it's to go there is to go there to, to actually go and help them where they are, to go and be a teacher for one year, to go and be an engineer for one year, to go and and, and you know and, and build a well or to to actually be there on the ground with these people. Yeah, I mean, did you see there was a um there was a, a popular uh, YouTuber that built wells in Africa? Yeah. did you hear about that? Yeah, I did. I did that as well. Oh, I you just, did. I did that, yeah. Look, this is. I'll just show you that the. This is the well. This is the. This is the well we that that, that I did last year. Oh um, wow! So, yeah. So awesome. Robert Nugent, you've transformed the lives. Now it's not bloating my ego. This is the, the inspiration. That, this is the grace. Of, this is God's grace. This is actually what God does. Because you know, people that, that follow my if people subscribe to my channel, I just send the money to Africa because I don't need the money. But you know, I said, Look, I do if I can do something. So, like, the channel built a well, like the channel, grace That's of God, beautiful. yeah. I mean, and if we did this, you know, if we spent if every, I mean. If we just spent one our life like um and transforming the life of one family or one one town or something like this, you know, these people wouldn't have to leave. They wouldn't feel like they have to leave. But when you're in like and I and I mean 20% of our of our food in Europe is thrown in the bin. It's 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 food waste. I mean on one side we are throwing away 20% of our food in Europe and on the other side we have a continent that's in some locations struggle to get water. 
I mean, there could there we could do more. I mean, this is the whole the whole the whole base of Christianity or the whole base of what God, Christ is. You know, the core of Christianity. We encounter Christ. We're transformed by Christ, and we do what Christ did, because Christ went out. He fed people. He cured people. He touched people. He helped people. That's the core of Christianity. That's really if if we don't if we're not doing that we're not that is that is the doing part of Christianity, you know. And if if all of our Catholic groups in America and Europe and all if we, we claim to be Catholic, if we all got together and transformed the lives of all of these countries, because I've lived in them, I've lived in Mexico. So when I hear this debate about Mexicans this and Mexicans that, I mean. Mexico for me is was my home, you know. My, my, I lived there, you know. My home, they're my friends. I speak the language, you know. I, you know, I spent twenty years traveling to that country with friends and stuff like this. So, you know, I've lived in these countries and in a business site, you know. I mean, yeah. we we we. You know, our work, for example, we we filled three containers with with food and clothes and stuff, and we sent them to a certain African country from our, you know, and they sent us back. Thank you for this. You know, we could do more with our politics and our rhetoric. You know, in trying to, in, in, people are looking at the effect of of immigration. You know, most people don't want to leave their country. I mean, I know the Irish never wanted to leave their country for America. People don't realize this. The Irish never, you know, they 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 missed their country. I mean, my 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 parents were were Canadian. I'm Canadian citizen, and people don't realize this. You know, I got Canadian citizenship from from my father because he had to immigrate uh, and went to America. But he he his heart was always in Ireland, you know. And yeah. this is what. So if we if we transform these countries uh, with ourselves. You know, uh, and stop and stop draining them of of, of their intellectual resources. Uh, they, they 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 would be transformed countries. Um, well, first yeah. first we need to destroy the CIA. Yeah, well, <laughs> look, I, I'm not going to get the American side. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. But like, America is responsible generally for Latin American uh, uh, yeah. collapse. So, I mean, you reap what you sow. So, yeah. I mean, really, the, the immigration problem on that side of things, though it's not really Mexicans coming anyways. That's not really, I believe, that no, it's but, a Central American. Yeah. But, but the point is, you're right, you're right. There, there is much to do. But the problem is, at least from my perspective, the government the government generally just gives money to other governments. And then that, that government then, uh, you know, do, yeah. does absolutely nothing with it or you know just you know pay it gives their um uh what's the word uh petty petty corruption kind of um, yeah you know yeah. so it because this was a big deal like the the guy that the big youtuber you know he was accused of making the government of that country look bad yeah by providing wells yeah so sure. like i mean that's life, but like as if that's a bad thing. Yeah. So no, like, you have to you have to be diplomatic and and just say, look, we're we're here to help you build infrastructure. Well, no, I mean, I mean uh, these people were just like, you know, somebody wanted to get like 
you know, famous by, you know, complaining yeah. about the guy who built builds wells. I mean, this guy didn't build anything. He he's just yeah. a, some politician. Yeah. But the point is, is it, it's so bizarre. It's it's this is the corruption of well, the person of the soul, you know, in order yeah. which brings down anybody's attempt to do this. But also yeah. on another level, we do have to understand that basically poverty is not going to go away. Like, you know, we're, we're never go like this. Uh, this is not our home. This is not, uh, we have the, our it's eternal home. It's, it's, it's true. The poverty will never go away, but neither should our ability to tend the poor ever go away. Yes. And most, uh, and many times, I mean, this is the sad reality of Catholicism today, that the core of, of, of Christianity, the core of Christianity is you is encountering Christ in the Eucharist in our worship, but to be able to also go and feed the Christ that's in the other, whatever you've done to the least of these, you've done to me. And we are treating the, the Christ in the other with utter contempt and disrespect. So many as so many times as Catholics, that is the simple reality. Even, even, even the other that is this, that shares the same religion as us, I mean, I'll give you an example. When I was working in Atlanta, I would go to mass and, you know, I would go to an SSPX mass in, in Roswell, uh, just outside Atlanta. But I'd also go to the Novus Ordo uh, Spanish mass. Uh, there were mainly Spaniards, there, Spanish, uh, Latinos that were in um, caravan camps or caravan camps. Uh, places so you're seeing in the same place you're seeing completely two different populations that that are catholic and one uh, the, the, i mean nothing against the ssbx the nicest people you know nice like generally the nicest americans you could you could meet uh, a lovely lovely chapel lovely worship and I, and I and i like that that mass that's my i i like the, to be able to pray a traditional at mass i just i just find it it just helps. It's a beautiful prayer. It's a beautiful meditation. And I know the liturgy and I like the liturgy. But I'm also seeing a totally segregated, different population in the same area going to a different mass. Um, and do you know what? It's 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 just, you know, th these are you're you're all baptized Catholics. You're all baptized Catholics. And you, and on one side, you know, uh, you have a, a level of the population there suffering suffering with health care because in america it's very difficult sometimes to get health care if you don't have insurance and a lot of these guys you know that we suffering suffering with their families at home in, Me in mexico so they're 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 on you know working in america and sending wages home to other people so you know it's it's once it's, it was just interesting for me to see the 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 dynamics at play in in the atlanta area and then to go down to five points you know i remember going down taking the martyr down to five points in 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 atlanta and to see people walking around in uh in um with blankets on on the street you know and you know i and i remember going back in and telling my work colleagues oh what well i i went on the weekend well i went to i went to the oldest church in atlantis there in the center and i just took the marta in and I, I mean even even a policeman he pulled me up and he said really you shouldn't be walking here I said, well, what's wrong? Sure, this is the center of Atlanta. Yeah, but and I and I vividly remember being on the Martha, and I was literally the only white person on. I mean, I'm just saying this. this, mm -hmm. this 
And I walked into this African-American festival in Atlanta on the day. It was in February at the time. And I was literally the only white person. There was thousands of, of people there, but I was the only white person in that festival. Now, I think I looked like out of place, completely out of place. And then one 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 black person came up to me and he, and he stood beside me and says, no, uh, do you know what? You, you don't mind if I stay with you because I don't think you should be here. <laughs> and I said, I don't understand. Like, I'm just a tour. I'm just an Irish guy, you know, experiencing the, us Europeans. When we travel around Europe, we go to the city centers of all of our cities. It's just the thing you do. So you yeah. go to the, you don't do it in certain places in Atlanta. But nothing happened to me. Nothing happened to me. And I, and I enjoyed it. I'm and glad I, you're I, alive. And I took photos and, you know, they, I went to the Baptist church afterwards and to see how they worship and all that. And, you know, look, but like, I just thought, I just thought, you know, at the end of the day, we have to get together and talk to each other. We have to get together and look, look each other in the face, you know, and, and to, and to, and to, and, and, and in a sense, even though we'll never be able to do it as Mother Teresa be able to do it, but actually be able to go out and touch the other person in their heart and say, look, you're a beloved child of God and I'd love to know you more and can I help you in some way? Um, is there something that I can do for you? Uh, is there something, you know, I, I, I think America is amazing in many ways. It really is. You know, I've lots of American friends, but it's, it's a challenge in others. And I, I love it really is a challenge, you know. If it's you think an incredible of, challenge, it is. If you think of American Catholicism, you know, in the all the divisions and polarizations, and I'm there just thinking, you know, you, you do understand that the whole essence, the whole reason we, we go to a mass or a traditional at mass is we're fed by Christ. He comes into us. He feeds our soul. That that he lends us his heart. He he is lending us a heart. For us to be able to love somebody else the way he loved us it's like you have to embody him and you have to use his spirit and his wisdom to go out and love some if we lived like christ if you just think about um if americans lived like christ and i'm not, I'm not judging them or anything like that, i'm just saying if every american catholic lived like christ just just took that that principle fed by christ lived by christ not only would American Catholicism take over America, it would take over the world. It well, that you know the... that that's, but seventy percent of of uh, American Catholics would have to realize that the that you actually are fed by Christ at um, at mass. But but you, but do 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 traditional or... Catholics actually understand that they're actually being fed by Christ, or have they have they mm. have they? By, do, do they? Uh, I know they say they believe this is the body, blood, soul, and divinity. But if it is the body, blood, soul, and divinity, are, do you understand that 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 body, blood, soul, and divinity is coming to you, to 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 feed you to be another Christ? Like Christ feeds us so that we think and act like Him. We would never. We would. We. we, we it would ultimately drive you to be the the Saint Charles Foucault or Teresa, uh, you know, the, the I mean Francis of Assisi, or you know the the the, the Teresa of Calcutta, or or all of these other saints that gave their life for Christ. You know, if you think about it, I mean, I mean um, yeah. Also, all saints had different vocations. 
Like, but it's I. Uh, but if we just did it to one person, we don't have to do it. If every American Catholic did it to one person that isn't in their circle, so it isn't the people that they like. If you went out, if 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 every, I mean, I'm just looking. I'm thinking of Atlanta. If every Catholic in Atlanta went out outside their little community, so if there all aren't that of the Catholics in Atlanta, but oh, but there's a there's a lot. Not but by if, comparison, but if, yeah. if all if if all of the Roswell SSBX Catholics actually went to the Spanish Mass one day, if all of them on Mass went to the Spanish Mass one day and actually looked. The Catholics, the baptized Catholics, the same church, and actually looked that other community in the face, maybe invited them out for a meal. What would happen in Atlanta? I just have think no about idea. it. I, mean, I, I don't, really don't I, know. I, I just, I would just, I would just love. Well, if you're interested, even... my, uh, my, uh, my parish Latin mass is, is basically half. A uh, little, little less. I know. Than half Hispanic, half. Uh... It is. I know. And 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 I've seen even the SSPX. You see a mixture in there. And and to be honest, and I'm not, and I'm not in any way criticizing because they are beautiful communities, and it's great to see that the the families and the. It is a beautiful community. I mean, it, it, it's just a joy to go there. And but I think I think what's happening though is just that everybody's been so many people have been starved. Yeah. Uh, of of the first part that it might take a little bit till the second part comes. I know. But uh, I mean, I we're utterly failing Christ in the Eucharist. I mean, we're utterly failing that encounter with Christ. We are we are we are really failing to to uh, in the, as Catholics in this fight among ourselves, because this is what we're doing. We're spending time fighting between ourselves. We're actually failing to evangelize. And it doesn't, and we're we're pointing fingers at at bishops and a, and and at Rome and at this, and we're not pointing the finger at ourselves. Like your, if you think of your your own work, Connor, is you you've decided to get up to blog to put your face out there. You've decided to you know to to challenge yourself in your life. And some people could have said, "No, I could I could have done this." You've put that optimism forward. You, you're doing real evangelization. You know, if you think about it, you're reaching thousands of people. Uh, if everybody did this, what you're doing with 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 what God has given you, what could we do? You know, yeah. no, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're, just saying. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're, and, you're giving you're giving that message that you need to give. You're, you're and I challenging. Think my problem is I'm thinking of like how I would do that. And I'm, and if if you're right, then I'm then I am doing something like that. At the moment, you are okay. Because you are, um, but yes, no, and because like not everybody's can go to Africa. Not everybody no. can go into the inner city. People have Correct. to do that. That's yeah. true. You're right. You're right. But everybody, but you are, but you yeah, everybody are arriving has to, to the inner city. Themselves. You are arriving to the inner city. You, you, you know what I mean. You, you, you may not think you are, but your prayer, your witness, it, 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 you are arriving to places you didn't think you'd go. Let me know in the comments if you get this far in this video. Just <laughs> let me know where you got, like, what country, you know, where you're from, you know, uh, you know, yeah. if you have any uh, story to tell, you know, leave it in the comments. Um, yeah. I, I I wanted to drive a debate because we all agree on everything. You know, we need the debate, guys. Here, <laughs> wait, you you're purposely picking fights. Is that what you're doing? No, I never I, do that. 
Robert, it's been a wonderful time talking to you. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've really enjoyed it. I really I, enjoyed it. I'm glad. Uh, so everybody, if you're not aware of uh, Robert's channel, check out Decrevi Determined to be Catholic. I will have links in the, in the description. Uh, you can follow Robert on Twitter as well, or X now. Uh, I, I'll always be like Twitter X. I'll always call it like Twitter <laughs> X because like I, to just call it X it seems wrong sometimes. Yeah. Um, but anything to plug, Robert? Um, no, I just I would just encourage people to to support your channel, Connor. I think you know you're creating a space, you're growing into it, and and I I, I honestly see you as a as as a motivator and a speaker. That's where I see your you 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 growing into the next couple of years. So I'm just hoping that you get more exposure to interviewing people because I do enjoy it. And uh, um, and I and I think this is a, a you know we need to support each other you know in our in our different with our different gifts and our different abilities you know so, uh, you know everybody's been given you know what God has given us and, and I think it's important to support each other in that effort and, and I'm just I I'm excited to see where you're going I'm looking forward to the Thank book you. I want to see the book. <laughs> Thank you, Robert. Well, thank you, no everyone. Or if you want to support the channel, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. Join our Discord uh, to keep up with videos. And thank you all for watching, and God bless. Bye.